trade Kevin Fiala for who? Do we run it back with the goalie combo next year? A lot of off-season questions to dive into today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we dive into some of the biggest off-season questions for the Minnesota Wild, such as where does Kevin Fiala end up if he's traded? Does the Wild goalie tandem of Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury make sense for this team going forward? Plus, so much more. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Gang's all here for a Monday episode of Locked on Wild. Seth Topol, Zach Zeman, Alex Micheletti, all here. Squad's all here. And um, it's been a minute since we've uh, been able to get everybody together in one place. Obviously, the Wild no longer playing. Uh, and so just because it's my first chance to get your guys' reaction, let's do a little word association. Give me one word that best sums up the uh, Wilds' first round loss to the St. Louis Blues. Alex, I'll let you have the honors. Uh, disappointment. <laughs> that's that's the word for me. Yeah, you took it right out of my mouth. I was gonna say disappointing. I don't think there's a better word that describes that series. Like, there's like, what am I gonna say? Tragic? Like, nah. Just it's just disappointing. It's it was tough. I um, I'm gonna go with pain and then just stare into the camera. <laughs> so yeah, series is done. We talked about it. We talked about the season. We got the Dennis system going again here this off season, and so we decompressed the season, and now we're working on the eval portion of the year. But there are still plenty of big topics to discuss uh, here this off season. Let's start with the biggest one. The like. $8 million question. Uh, what happens to Mr. Kevin Fiala? And by all accounts, and Alex, I think you tweeted about this uh, earlier uh, this weekend. Fiala posted on Instagram, and we, we know how much we like to read into the, um, the profiles of athletes on social media to try to give clues as to what's going on for their future. That uh, Instagram post seems pretty official as to uh, what's going to happen here uh, for the wild this off season. Yeah. I mean, uh, some people were like saying, Oh, it was just like, um, you know, him just like thanking the year. Well, a lot of those posts too, they say, well, we'll, we'll see you at the X, you know, in the fall or whatever. And this one, it, 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 it seemed like, um, you know, how he, how he was, you know, picturing it and with the picture that, uh, um, that this was it. Um, and I mean, there's just, <laughs> there's just no way with the amount of money that he wants to, 
to make that they can make it work with the with the buyouts bringing the cap you know cap you know room down for the wild i just i don't see how it's possible um you know um Dumbo's got that no move uh, clause in his contract. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Minnesota, and just it, it made it it made it seem like, you know, this is the end of the road. And well, you know, what a run it, you know, at least regular season, it, uh, regular seasons it's been for for Kevin Fiala. Postseasons, uh, not so much. But um, yeah, it's. It's going to be very interesting to see, um, you know, where his market's going to, you know, value is going to be because he performs in the regular season, but then postseason, he just, I don't know, the Monstars take his, uh, his talents away from him. So <laughs> yeah, great play. That cash was just short and dry. Thank you, Minnesota. That's all you're going to say. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's you had one of the best years of your life. You broke the right. yeah, point streak. That's you're not going to be like, thanks for an amazing year. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> just, thank you, Minnesota. Green heart. I'll just leave it like that. So yeah. I, mean, I guess we can just assume his asking price is going to be way too much. And there's absolutely nothing you can do. I guess his, his tenor in Minnesota is done. We'll see what happens from here. Yeah. Well, I'm like the thing that people mention and certainly this is possible, is that, well, he could um, he could take less to stay. It's like, sure, he, he certainly could if that's the route that he wants to go, but he also doesn't have to because he just cashed in a career high in goals, assists, points. He can play a penalty kill. He improved that side of his game this year. It really all has just led to like him being able to ask for every dollar he's worth. And it just, it's, it's just a numbers game for the wild. There's just no way that they can match it. And we know that he already turned down a long-term offer last, last summer. So, and that was around 6 million. And so he's clearly not going to take less. You know, he's, he's told the wild that. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of teams with a lot of cap space that can can take Kevin in, and uh, you know, uh, there's been rumors about Ottawa, who they're always below the cap, and in New Jersey, uh, I would I would think LA would love to have Kevin Fiala too, um, and so yeah, there's uh, there's teams that could could definitely use a scoring winger out there. Yeah, it's like he's also 25. You know, you're right. not going to take pay cuts to stay with a team if you're at the beginning stages of your career. I mean, that's something Goligoski should be doing, you know, like and is doing. You know, it's like you can't really compare him. And, you know, if I was his age in this league and the career I just had, there's no way I'm taking a pay cut. I'm going to find the next team that will pay me and that can put me on a line where I can succeed. So I'll go anywhere. You know, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he's thinking too. So Yeah, and let's not forget, I mean, this this guy had a broken femur a couple, yeah. you know, when, when he was with Nashville. And to think that he's still the player that he is, it's it's great. You know, it's just insane. And he's he's going to cash in. You know, these players have agents for a reason too. The agents want to make a lot of money. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like I said, um, there's, there's plenty of teams that could use a, a top six winger. Um, and yeah, we've clearly seen it. Uh, like, like I said, a, a team like LA, you think they would want Kevin Fiala? I mean, God, that'd be amazing. They're, they're about to explode pretty soon here. Right. Um, that actually is a perfect segue into what we're going to do next. I have the uh, results of the draft lottery, and so we're just going to go through them and see which teams make sense. And uh, 
in the case of the New Jersey Devils, which teams are not willing to give up anything other than like low end prospects. I'm of course having some fun. Shout out to Trey at uh, Locked On Devils. Um, we'll get that price ironed out, but we're gonna go through and look at some of the possible suitors. Not Ryan Suter. You mentioned uh, you mentioned the Senators. There are a few others, so we'll uh, take a look at that when we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Our next partner has a product I use literally every single day. I started taking AG1 because I don't have time in the morning to take all the bottles of multivitamins, separate them out, get the dose ready, and take like 16 pills to try to get your daily dose of multivitamins and supplements. One scoop of AG1 is all you need to cash in on 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, everything you could possibly want all in one. Plus, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, one scoop of AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every single day. That's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure that your second listen of the day is the Locked On NHL podcast. You can get the full recap on how Edmonton has taken control of the Battle of Alberta, how the Florida Panthers are on the brink of being swept by the Tampa Bay Lightning, and how the St. Louis Blues can possibly ride Ville Husso to a series win against the Colorado Avalanche. All at Locked On NHL, which is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, gentlemen, I have the draft lottery here. And uh, let's just go through and try to find some uh, logical spots for Kevin Fiala to land. Again, assuming he is traded, but we're operating under the under the knowledge that it's 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 going to happen. So the Canadians obviously getting the first overall pick. That might be a little high. I mean, Fiala's, Fiala was sensational this year, but the number one overall pick is the number one overall pick. Yeah, Montreal's not giving that up for sure. No. You, you don't even give it up at all, I don't even think. Unless it's some superstar, and I don't think Fiala's like that caliber yet. yet. Montreal has so many holes, they're not, they're not giving up. Yeah, yeah no, for, they need that Kevin pick. Fiala. So, probably not likely. The Devils, with the second overall pick, 
It's too bad they they moved up to number two. I because, know. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the late uh, like late single digits or ten would have been perfect. Yeah, if they would have been anywhere from like honestly seven is probably a really good spot to be for teams that uh, that are in the running for Kevin Fiala. Oh, hey, the Senators are the seventh overall pick. Yeah, I mean they got some decent prospects that they could give up too, um, and they are they're always. They always seem to be willing to trade some some good players. So, yeah, I, I think that would be a logistical, you know, logical uh, partner for for the Wild. To, yeah, to I think. With. Yeah, I think the the centers are the future is bright for them. I think they got Kachuk and Stutzla, like those young guys, these young guns. I mean, if you add the all to that mix, those are three great guys to build around. I think it wouldn't hurt them at all. Um, they have amazing prospects ready. So, I, I mean. That would be a great partner. I, I agree. I mean, it would be interesting to see if, you know, what they could do with that and hopefully get a couple returns. And maybe out of, in out of the West, too. Uh, yes. So. Yeah. So factors for this trade. Keep him. Send him to the East. Like, we don't want to see him in the West. So you have to go up against him often. Um, do we want. Where where are we at on this as well? Do we want more pick oriented trade or do we want more prospect oriented trade? Like if you can get a young center in return, does yeah. that have more value than a pick? Center. They they need yeah. the I mean they you look do. at Iowa too. The 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 center depth in Iowa isn't great either. Right. Um so um, you know, it's you know, it's not only just the wild, but the Iowa Iowa needs help help down there too. I mean, if the Wild are offered these these guys and none of them fit, you know, what the Wild need, I don't think a trade's going to happen. Or, like, if, if that happens, then they're going to ask for picks. So they're going to ask, you know, they're, they're going to see who's on the board wherever the pick they're going to get is, and then they're going to, you know, hypothetically, we'll see what you can do with that pick. Um, so, I mean, if it's not the, the, you know, the exact prospect you want coming back, then it's going to be, you know, a, a good pick where you can get one. So. Well, the Wild need all the all the entry level contracts that they can get. Yeah, literally. Um, and who's to say that you don't include another name in this deal, such as um, the Matador Dmitry Kulikov? Olay. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I've been sitting on that line all weekend. I don't know why it popped into my head. But just with giving up that goal where he's in front of the net, just doing like a complete 360, I was like, he's just he's just a bull matador. Like one of the worst one of the worst playoff performances I've ever seen. I, I mean, the fact that he got pulled for Goligoski and Goligoski was so bad that they brought him back in into the fold. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was miserable. I think he had a good season. I, I kind of liked him. He was fitting well. He was, you know, yeah. he was there when he needed him. And then that like, that goal versus Nashville. Time. I mean, the overtime mm-hmm. hero. But I what don't know. Playoffs. Or... He couldn't handle the bright lights. Craig oh, Berube okay. just was like, "We are going right at that guy, <laughs> all series." Uh, so I don't know. Maybe you include another name to uh, to get more money off the books. But I think. Um, I think Senators is intriguing. Yeah. How about Columbus? 
Yeah, Columbus is stocked, but they're gonna be they are gonna be very good in a couple of years here. They mm-hmm. they hit home runs in the in the draft last uh, you know last draft with Kent Johnson from Michigan and and Sillinger who made made it to the league right out of the draft class, which was super impressive. Um, yeah, they got a ton of talent, Patrick Line, and so I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they uh, they they would be a perfect fit too. I think they've got uh, they got pick six. They also have pick twelve. Yeah, the twelve could be that's big. that could be right in play there for for Mister uh, Fiala. That would I mean I feel like Columbus could use them too. You you haven't really heard much about them in recent years, and I feel like a piece like this and new fresh air for Fiala could something could really work for them. You know, you never really know. You got to take these chances, and like Micheletti just brought up, they they have great prospects coming in, so it all could come together for them. I can definitely see their side of things. So, um. The other one that I'll point out, I, I was going to say the Sharks, but they, they have no money. They, they don't have <laughs> any money. So they're probably not likely. But here's another intriguing one, um, just because they also have multiple picks in the first round. Buffalo. Yeah, when I uh, when I tweeted out Kevin's picture, uh, somebody from Buffalo Twitter got a hold of it from, from my account, and they, they've gone crazy. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Buffalo is so desperate to be a winner and uh you know they made they stole uh stole tuck you know from from Vegas um they're going to end up having the better of that trade I, I don't care what people say <laughs> uh, I just you know Eichel went there and it was a complete disaster um so mm-hmm. and yeah Buffalo's stocked with prospects um that they could be willing to give up um you know, to get uh, Fiala there and they're in the East. I mean, it seems like a match made in heaven and they've, uh, they've had history trading with the wild in the past. Yeah. It's, it's not like Buffalo has become like the jettison, like the dumping ground for old wild players. (laughs) It's not like we have previous history of, Oh wait. Yes, we do. Yeah. Isn't Scandella one of them? Yeah. Scandella, Eric Stahl. Um, Hominville. Yep. Guys, remember Matt Molson? Oh my like, God. Those are those are some 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 quote unquote oh. down years for for Wild. Uh, that was Matt Molson was like when I was getting into just basic following of hockey, and I remember asking somebody, I'm like, oh, Matt Molson. That's a good trade, right? And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, tough one. He's still playing. He's in the AHL. He's a captain of Washington's uh, AHL team. You know, surprisingly, but you know, guess love of the game. You know, oh boy, in the, as we call it, the always hungry league. So, well, somebody's got to do it. So, yeah. main thing is that there are a lot of options, and you look at the Senators maybe as the. Well, as as kind of the popular pick, but as we just laid out, like Bill Guerin's got a lot of options for this, and contrary to what is being told to me by Devils fans, like <laughs> there's going to be a market for Kevin Fiala's services. It's not like we're going to have to pay. Uh, we're we're not selling him like fifty cents on the dollar. Oh heck no. You can't you can't tell me no team's gonna want a twenty five year old who just came off the best year of his career. And here's the, in his prime. In his yeah, prime. Like literally. You can't tell me no one's gonna want him. Like, come on. And here's the other thing. 
never take for granted the mystery team in these situations. I can guarantee you that there's going to be one team that we didn't mention or that doesn't swoop in until like the 11th hour and makes an offer that Bill Guerin's like, this is far and away better than anything else we've ever, we've had. Like, shoot, I mean, Florida, Florida, I mean, they could, you know, if they get swept by Tampa, they might reevaluate everything, you know. Toronto. Uh, Toronto, yeah. They, yeah, it could be a high-flying a team. It could be a high-flying team, and he would love that. Oh, he would love that. Kraken at four? I think the Kraken are going to have a big offseason because, you know, they, <laughs> let's face it, they had a disappointing year when they could have, picked a yeah. completely different team. They could have had Capo. They could have had Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Just think how much that St. Louis Wild series would be if 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 the Kraken just were to take Tarasenko. You know, I think uh, I think Seattle's going to go after John Klingberg because Klingberg will. Um, I don't think he's going to go back to Dallas. So um, I'm sure they're going to be in the in the running for Latang and Malkin too. So Klingberg's a stud. He yeah. is a stud. He was great in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of teams that could be making some major, major changes, which means yeah, – This offseason is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be, be fun. Insane. Oh, can't, can't come faster. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go. I know. So the main point here, the Wild have options. Again, contrary to what I'm being told by Locked on Devils, the, uh, <laughs> the Wild have options. The Houdini <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Oh boy! Um, again, <laughs> shout out to Trey. I'm I'm just having yes. some fun. We're um, cracking jokes. Yeah, we're ju- we're hey, just both, having both we're just teams, having fun. Both teams had just the finishes were not great, so we got to <laughs> no. both laugh. You, you, know? you got yeah, you got to learn to laugh, or you'll just end up crying for the rest of your life. Um, another big topic that we'll finish with today: the goalie spot. Very hot topic, and so uh, we'll talk about if bringing back both Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury is the ideal route to go, or if the Wild should pursue other options. Uh, and we'll do that to finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Our partners at BetOnline.net continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, including news and sports developments, as well as the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, the Stanley Cup playoffs, plus fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, eSports, and more. So head to their website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action, all of which you can find at BetOnline, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day all the way through the offseason. We will keep you up to date with everything going on with your favorite Minnesota hockey team. Gentlemen, the goalies. Sounds like from what uh, Bill Guerin said in his end-of-season presser as well as his various media appearances recently, that um, Marc-Andre Fleury and Cam Talbot would be the preferred tandem next season and maybe beyond. Uh, first off, is that a good idea? Zach, what do you think? 
I think, I mean, unfortunately, the Wild really don't. I don't see any, you know, secondary goalies, backup goalies that are, like, in that spot right now that, you know, we just got rid of Kacken in and, and, I mean, Wallstead just signed, but he's still got to develop. And, and I don't really think there's that, that spot's missing, that backup spot. So, of course, uh, having Flurry uh, backup Talbot would be extremely ideal. Um, but, like, at what cost, you know? And, and it's like, what does Flurry want to do? You know, does he want to go to a contender? Like, I don't I don't view the Wild as a contender anymore. I just, I just don't because um, I learned my lesson. <laughs> and so it's like <laughs> – uh, and so it's like, what does Flurry want? Does he want to go to somewhere where he can win? Because it's his last couple of years. He knows that. And does he want to go back to Pittsburgh even? Like, you know, so I just feel like Flurry's going to have a decision to make. And I feel like the Wild are going to offer him, you know, not a lot. Um, so we're, we're just going to see what happens. I, I, I would like, obviously like Flurry back. I just feel like the Wild failed when they when they gave Flurry that spot in the, in the playoffs, that starting spot. Definitely just ruined the mojo of the year, in my opinion, and just – you know, if you lose four nothing, you play them again. I, I, I just remember we previewed the series. It's like, you know, I, I said Talbot does not, or or Flurry does not start until Talbot loses, and you know, Flurry lost the first game and nothing else changed. So I just think they failed there. Um, how can you maintain those guys throughout next year? So it's like, it's all just uh, you know, apparently it was. You know, it's all business and it's all nice and no one's going to take anything, you know, like it's offensive. But, you know, there definitely is kind of – there's some. there's got to be some weirdness going on if you just throw Talbot in his game six and he loses it. Um, and then, you know, you can't even blame Talbot at that point. He didn't even play a single playoff game prior. So right. it's, like, it's, it's all just kind of a juggle. But, yeah, that would be ideal for the team. It's just if can they do it, and we'll see. Alex, what do you think? Yeah, the whole thing was so weird. Um, yeah. We had uh, Cam's wife with the with the tweets, and then she deleted them. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a debacle. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, Billy G, um, it's hard to it's hard to figure out. Like, because any anything that he says right now, you you know, you can't take you have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, and uh, um, I, I'm also with Zach too. Um, that's the rumor with with Flurry that he might want to go back to where it all started and uh and go back to pittsburgh because they're they're gonna have uh you know bad goaltending issues clearly in the playoffs and so um i think you know he wants to make one more run at it with uh with sid um out out east there and uh where he's more familiar um you know it'd be ideal to have both of them back um you know the goal like like Zach was saying too, the the goaltending options other than these two are it's it's not great. Um, not pretty. Uh, yeah, it's not pretty at all. Um, so, um, yeah, it's gonna come down to how much Flurry wants. Um, you know, and uh, uh, I'm just kind of shocked that you know uh, Cam doesn't um, hasn't like there hasn't been any rumors about it. You know, uh, requesting a trade at all. Yeah. So. It it just the whole thing is just kind of. It was it was a bizarre end to the season, and yeah, you'd think if Cam was not happy that he would be looking to go elsewhere because um, a team like Toronto, Jack Campbell is a uh, unrestricted free agent heading into this offseason, so they're probably yep. going to be looking at some goaltending changes. The market for backups looks like this. You got Miko, Miko Koskinen, who will probably be Hell the... No. Uh, yeah, he's he's probably the top non-flurry name out there. Others include 
uh, Yaroslav Halak from Vancouver. No. I just don't hear him. Yeah. Martin Gross. Martin Jones. <laughs> Gross. He might be the worst out of all of them. And then you've got um, you've got the Blackhawks, basically their entire goalie tandem uh, of Kevin Lankinen and then Malcolm Subban before he was traded. Not a chance. Or Scott Wedgwood, or that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Throw Wallstead up there, see what happens. Well, here's the here's the thing. <laughs> here's here's the thing. What if the Wild were to offer Flurry, say, a two-year deal, similar to what they did with Alex Goligoski, so that Flurry gets a little security, mm-hmm. and then he splits with Talbot this year. He splits with Wallstead the year after, and then Wallstead takes over in the third year. Yeah, I, I can see that. I mean, well, he'll be 20 this year, Wallstead. Um, and so, yeah, he, he'll be right right at that yeah. right at that age of well, when, when he can, can take over. You take a look at, you know, similar path like Carter Hart. I think Carter Hart was right around that age, too. Um, you know, he's kind of had a struggle since then, but, um, you know. So I, has that whole Flyers team. Right. I think Wallstead's <laughs> a little bit more talented than yeah. Carter Hart, but, um, yeah, he was one of the youngest uh, to get a win, um, and so I think well said should be should be ready to go when he can legally drink a beer. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think I think that's probably the on the high end of expectations right. for Wallstead is one year in Iowa, and then ready to be the backup after next season. I think is the high end, and so can he hit that? Absolutely. Yeah. Will he? That's the question. Right. Yeah, a lot of what ifs are coming our way here. So, yeah. whole lot of what ifs, yeah. and so we'll continue to dive into them all off season long. It's a marathon, not a sprint, and uh, so we'll have everything covered here at uh, Locked On Wild. That's gonna wrap it up. Any final thoughts, fellows, before we uh, call it a day? Yeah, me? I mean, I I just want to say it's been one of the most I think one of the best playoffs we've seen in a long time. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen some epic, uh, epic games. We've, we've seen, we've had a couple uh, multi overtime games uh, in the first round. We have the champs uh, trying to go for a three peat, which would be epic. I mean, they're about to, they could possibly sweep the president's trophy, Florida Panthers, which who no one saw coming um, in, in the West. He got Connor McDavid, 23 points in 10 games. Unbelievable. Like, <laughs> just dealing games of nature tonight. He's that guy. Yeah. He's it's it's guy. just, he's willing. Like I tweeted out that picture of his eyes on the face off dot. That was, that guy is just, you know, when he has that look in his eye, he's not losing. And yeah, uh, yeah it's been, been impressive for sure. I'll just say in terms of wild news, there's no other yeah. general manager that I think I'd rather have running the show than Bill Guerin here. I think he's agreed. He's got it on lock. We all know what he's doing, guaranteed. Like, I mean, we've seen what he's done, and we everyone knows what he's done. So, yep. I mean, much better than the past couple of GMs, uh, in my opinion, of course. But 
Yeah, no, they're Bill Guerin and, and Bill Guerin we trust here, so we'll just see what happens. And I guess they know more than than a lot of what fans think they do. So definitely knows more than I do. Um, that's that's not even up for debate. But yeah, concrete plan, concrete plan for this uh, this team. And at this point, it's just about executing it. So. Mm-hmm. Got a lot to uh, cover between now and the start of next season. We got the draft, we got free agency, trades, all that and more. So make sure you stick with Lockdown Wild through all of it. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we are keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.